Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to another episode of Behavior Gap Radio. I remember back when I was in high school, and I can't remember exactly why this happened, but we had made some really stupid mistake. It was sort of normal during my high school years with my group of buddies. And we were at my friend's house, and his his name is Jason, and I always really respected Jason's parents. And I can't remember what Jason and I had done. Uh, It's not important. But I do remember that we were talking to his dad about it. And his dad said something like, well, that sounds like you guys made a pretty big assumption. And he went on to sort of teach us the root of the word assumption, you know, and you probably have heard it. Making assumptions makes a, a, a fool out of you and me based on how it's spelled, right? And it's so interesting. I had another conversation just last week with someone who called me about a financial planning matter and said, I've got to do this. I was like, I got to buy some real estate or, or, and I can't remember the exact context of it. But I remember thinking like, wait a second, where is this coming from, right? I talked to this person often and this was a new idea and I remember thinking, like, where is this coming from? And, and, and thinking, okay, let's, let's back up a little bit. Like, underneath the concern or the question, there always seems, there is always a set of assumptions that have been made. And learning to sort of back up and say, what were those assumptions? Because often based on the assumption, and it could be, and most likely is, a faulty assumption, you know, based on a sample size of one or one little experience or one little thing we read, we then sort of build a whole narrative in our minds about what we need to do based on that one assumption. And if we pull that assumption out from under it, the whole house of cards falls. And we realize, wait, we're way out here in this tree that started down here at this one single assumption that was wrong. In fact, let me tell you another interesting story. I love to ride motorcycles in the dirt. So I'm going to just call it dirt biking, right? And it's a really great activity that my kids and I thoroughly enjoy. I have a motorcycle that I love and it's made for riding the kind of riding that I really, really enjoy, like riding trails, covering lots of ground out in the desert or the mountains. And I love this motorcycle. And one day my friend wanted to go do a different type of riding. And he invited me to go. And I couldn't go because the motorcycle I had wasn't street legal. And this involved a little bit of the ride was on the road. So you needed a motorcycle that was street legal. And my friend said, oh, you know that bike you have, you need to get a new bike. And he, he mentioned a different type of motorcycle. Now, I won't bore you with all the details. But I, I remember then I spent like two days thinking, oh, yeah, he's right. And I did all this research. I called the dealership. I found out what the trade-in value of my bike was, what a new bike would cost. I did all of this. Really, like at least if you added it up, it was at least 10 hours of time that could have been really productive of me being distracted about this motorcycle. And then somebody said to me, well, wait, wait, wait a second. I thought you loved your motorcycle. I was like, I do. But And then we sort of unwound. We pulled out from underneath me the assumption. The assumption was that I really wanted to go on this one ride and therefore I needed a new motorcycle. Two things there. Number one, I don't have to go on the ride, right? It's like one time in five years I've been invited on that type of ride. Number two, I could rent a motorcycle for a day right by this venue. It's down in Southern Utah. 
right by this ride. I could drive in my car down there, rent a motorcycle for $200 for the day and return it and be done. But neither one of those really are all that important. The point is I had made this whole set of assumptions and then I ran down this path and built this very detailed narrative and wasted 10 hours and thought all about this and spent all this cognitive energy. And it was all based on one little assumption. And my, my suggestion to you is when you make a decision particularly about money, but it's probably true about anything, right? But specifically about money, financial planning decisions, learn to ask yourself, wait, what assumption are you making there, right? And those of you who are in the business of providing advice, in other words, members of the Secret Society of Real Financial Advisors, this is one of the most valuable services you can provide to the rest of us, which is just sort of in a gentle, patient, kind way Learn to help us question our assumptions. Like, why are you saving as much as you are? That's an honest question. Why are you spending as much? In some cases, why are you spending as little? Right? Why do you think that you want to work 70 hours a week and then one day be completely done? Could retirement look a little different? I, again, the point is not the specifics. And there's no right or wrong to many of these answers. It's just, let's learn to evaluate carefully the underlying assumptions to make sure they're not making a fool, you know, I'm using a different term there to make my mother proud, you know, to make sure they're not making a fool out of you and me, right? Let's learn to question our assumptions. (laughs) 